Hashem's assistance, we are learning Kedushan Daf page 39. We begin about five lines in the last word. Amar Levi Lishmuel. Levi said to Shmuel, Aryuch Sfakli Vani Echoil. He referred to him as Aryuch, which means king, because Shmuel, the halach, is always like, like him in regards to Dinim. So he said to him, Sfakli, make a suffix for me, meaning make the orla suffix, and then I will be able to eat it. Because in the Chutzlar, it's outside of Israel, as long as it's a suffix, as long as it's a doubt whether or not this is orla, so you're allowed to eat it. So someone else is even allowed to create a suffix for you, create a doubt for you, so that you can eat it. Rav Avya and Rav Avya would do this to each other, they would create a suffix for each other, a doubt for each other, and they'll be able to eat the orla. Amri Kharifi the Pumadisa, the sharp ones of Pumadisa said, In Orla Bachutzalarts, there is no Orla, even even if it's Vande Orla, outside of Israel, it's not considered Orla, there's no such halacha outside of Israel, that's what they held. Shokhar of Yehud Lakamender Byachanan, so Yehuda sent the statement of the sharp ones of Pumadisa in front of Rabbiachanan, Shalakhle, and he sent back Stem Svekov Avidvado. Close up the suffix, meaning make the halacha, the fact that orla suffix is allowed to be eaten, make that something that's not publicly taught, and get rid of the vadai orla, because vadai orla, anything that's for sure orla is certainly a problem outside of Israel. And make a, a proclamation about their fruits that they require that they be put away. And anyone who says that there's no orla outside of Israel, you will not have any offspring or grandchildren who will be able to throw a rope into the lottery of the congregation of Hashem. In other words, they're not going to be considered, they're not going to be able to be from the Nochalei Haaretz, from those who inherit Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel. V'inhu kemansav ruha. So who did they hold like they held that there is no orla outside of Israel? Kiyotetani, they learned like the following b'risa. There's no orla outside of Israel. The Lady Mar asks, is it so? We learned in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yazar, Rabbi Yazar says, Af HaChadash. The Mishnah says that Rabbi Yazar said that even Chadash, and it sounds like he was adding on to the previous statement of the Tanakhama, which was that you have Orla outside of Israel. So it sounds like he'd say, he was saying, not only do you have Orla, but you also have the Din of Chadash. That would imply that Rabbi Yazar holds that in fact the opposite of what we just said, that he holds that there is Orla outside of Israel. The so Mar says, Tani Chadash. Re- read it rather instead of Afa Chadash, even Chadash, read it only Chadash. And he's not saying that in regards to Orla. Rabbi Yassi said in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, the fact that there's a Isser of Orla, there's a forbidden nature of the first three years of a fruit, so that's a law that we have, which is a Masor that we have as a tradition all the way from Moshe. This is the question that we were leading up to, which was, how could you tell me that Arla is something which has a halachic status like Allah Lamash Sinai, which means for all intents and purposes, it's like a Dorais, it's not like a Darabanan. How could it be that in Surya it's permitted? Ishtayim Kishachada. So he was quiet for a moment. So he says, this is how the Allah Lamash Sinai was stated. Sveka Mutter Vada Oser. If we're talking about outside of Israel, so if you have a doubt about it, so it becomes permitted. 
Only a vaday is aser. Only if it's for sure orla is it forbidden. That's what the halacha mashmisina was given over. That's what the tr- tradition was. That there is a difference in halacha between Israel and outside of Israel. Amar biasi, Amar biyachan, biasi said the name of biyachanan. Leikin ala kalaim dvar taira. If a person eats kalaim, so he gets malchus on it, even from the Torah. Amar li rabbi lazar, rabbi asi, it should be. Rabbi lazar said to rabbi asi, v'hanan tanan. We know that the mishnah kalaim did every seifrim that the halacha of kalaim outside of Israel is only. Uh, rabbinic. So how can you tell me that you get malchus, that you get lashes? There's a difference between where you have a, vine, a vineyard being planted right next to vegetables and where you have actually taking a branch from one tree, from one type of fruit tree and placing it onto another type of fruit tree. Like Shmuel said, Shmuel, Shmuel said, This that it says that you're supposed to keep the statutes, it's talking about statutes that were already established. What does that mean? So Rashi explains that this means that there are certain commandments that were given even over to the Bnei Noach, to the sons of Noach, and these include the following, you're not allowed to take an animal of one species and have it lie with another animal from a different species. And you're not allowed to take your field and have it planted with two different types of things, a vineyard and vegetables. Just like we're talking about an animal where you're having it lie with another animal. So to when we say that there's a forbidden nature of the field, it's not just talking about placing vineyards and and uh, vegetables next to each other, but it's even talking about taking one type of tree and and place, placing it, having it lie, so to speak, on another tree. And just like the fact that there's a, a forbidden nature of these animals is whether you're in Israel or outside of Israel. So in regards to the field, so this halacha of harkava, the forbidden nature of taking uh, a branch from one fruit tree and placing it on another fruit tree, that also is forbidden whether in Israel or outside of Israel. So the says, the verse is Sotcha, which implies only your fields, meaning the field in the land of Israel. That's going to exclude that a person does, there is no problem of having a vineyard next to a vegetable place outside of Israel. Rav and Rav Anan were going on the path. They saw that there was a certain person who was taking different seeds, different types of things, that you're not allowed to combine them, and he was, he was, he was planting them. So one said to the other, let's, let's take this guy and put him in Cherem. Let's put a ban on this person. He's doing something that's forbidden. So he responded and said, the laws of Kilaim are not very clear to you. Furthermore, they saw a certain person, this person was planting wheat and barley right next to some kind of vineyard. So he said, let's go and put this person into a ban. He said to him, it's not very clear to you, it's not shining for you, the halachas of Kilaim. Do we not hold like Rabbi who says that you're not over, you haven't transgressed the Isra of Kalayim until you've planted wheat, barley, and grape seeds all together at the same time in the same throw of the hand. So he would mix up different types of seeds, not including grape seeds, and he would then plant. That there is a forbidden nature of Kalayim 
from the rabbis, like There's a difference between if we're talking about where you have kilehakerem, which is uh, a vineyard right next to some kind of vegetables, or you have two different types of vegetables. In regards to kilayim, which is a vineyard next to some other kind of vegetable, so that's something that's aser It's forbidden to even have any kind of benefit from that. So that's how it is in Israel. So outside of Israel, they also said that you can't do that at all. However, However, if you have two different types of vegetables, let's say, that you put together in the same place, you're not supposed to do that in Israel. However, if you did do that, so there's no Israel, there's no forbidden nature, and you can uh, feed it to your cow, let's say. So the rabbis didn't say any, that there's any problem outside of Israel at all. Then Rav Yosef said, This is what I'm saying is incorrect. The Rav Zaraginta, the Bey Rav, because when Rav was planting the garden of the yeshiva, Mishari Mishari, so he would make separate rows for different things. My time, what's the reason why he did this? Maybe he was worried about mixing up different types of things, different types of vegetables, and that's not permitted. So by responded and said, It would be good if he was coming to teach us. We turn to Lama Tesema, base 39b. If he was coming to, to make it correct as far as having a certain distance between them, then that would be true what you're saying. However, Shaper, that would be good. The reason that he did it over there was because of beauty. Another reason that's possible is because he did it so in order that it would be easier for the person who was coming out to get the vegetables for the yeshiva to know exactly which vegetables are in which area. But it wasn't because he was doing it per se to separate them and because there was some kind of is or some kind of forbidden nature involved. We begin the Mishnah. Anyone who does one commandment, so they do good for him in this world and they make his life long, and he gets the next world. But someone who does not do one commandment, they don't give him good in this world, and they don't extend his life, he doesn't get the world to come. I'll ask you a contradiction. The following are the things that a person eats their fruits in this world and the principle remains for them in the next world. Honoring one's parents, doing kindness to others, bringing in guests, making peace between people, and the greatest of them all is learning Torah. So what do you see? You see that it's not just one mitzvah, not just any mitzvah. These are the ones that a person gets this world and the next world. But it's not just any mitzvah. This is what it means. Anyone who has, let's say, if you look at him, if you look at him, if you put all of his deeds on two different sides of the scales, he has good deeds on one side and bad deeds on the other side. And it's exactly equal. So if you have one extra mitzvah that brings you over the top as far as the, the merits being greater, so then if you've done that, so then they do good for you in this world itself. Etc. It's considered as if he's fulfilled the entire Torah. We can deduce the Hanach, that the ones that we mentioned in this Brisa, meaning etc. Even if, let's say, a person was completely evil, where he didn't have so many good things going for him, but if he just did, just did that, that would still make it possible for him to inherit the next world and also get this world. Rav Shmaya says, This is what it's coming to teach you. Let's say he has on one side the same amount of transgressions as on the other side he has uh, positive deeds that he's done. So if amongst the positive deeds that he's done is one of the mitzvahs, kibir of aim, chasadam, etc., so then it pushes it to the other side, meaning even though the number of deeds are equal, since this deed of kibir of aim is heavier,
longer. So it gets him to the point where he gets this world and the next world. So the Gemara asks, Is it true that if a person does one commandment and it makes him lean over to the side of good that they do good for him? Or a minute, I'll bring you a contradiction. If a person who has greater merits than his sins, they do bad for him. And it says, if it seems, even though he has more merits than demerits, even though he has more commandments that he's fulfilled than transgressions, so it might look as if he's burnt the entire Torah. And he hasn't left it with anything more than one letter. And Rashi explains that the understanding of this is that since he has transgressions, so we need to get rid of those transgressions in order that when he gets to the next world, he should only have good. And all the transgressions will have been taken care of, and he won't have to burn in hell. So that's why they give him difficulties in this world. In this way, he'll only get the reward, the pure reward, in the next world. And anyone who has more transgressions, greater than his merits, so the opposite happens. They give him good. And it's as if he's fulfilled the entire Torah. It looks like that, because he's getting all this good stuff. And he hasn't left that a single letter from it. Why do they do that? Because since he's going to end up getting bad in the next world, so they want to make sure that they take care of all of his good in this world. He gets all of his good reward for all the good deeds that he's done here. So it looks like he's doing pretty well for himself here. But the truth is that they're just burning off all the the good stuff, so that he just gets what's really coming to him when he gets to the next world. Amar Abayah, so Abayah says, in answer to this question, Our Mishnah can work out with this Brisa, because when it says that they're going to do good for him, it doesn't mean in this world, it means that ultimately they, they will do good for him. They're preparing him in this world, so that it'll be good for him in the next world. They prepare him in this world, if he does good things, by taking him and giving him all the negative things in this world, so he doesn't have to endure that in the next world, and thus when he comes to the next world, he's pure and clean, and everything will be good. That's Abayah's Pshat. Rav Amar, Hamani, Rav says no. Our Mishnah is saying, just exactly what it says they do good for you in this world what's the price of the price that says that they don't do good for you in this world it's for Yaakov the Amar Schar Mitzvah HaMalek he holds that there's no reward in this world for mitzvahs for doing the commandments to Tanya we learned in the price of Yaakov Amir Yaakov says in the Chalka Mitzvah Mitzvah Shaksuba Torah we don't have any mitzvah in the mitzvah Shema'an Schar Batzida She'en Tchis HaMesim Tuliyaba we don't have anything that has to do with this world where you get rewarded in this world but rather it's talking about after a person comes back to life in the next world that's what it's talking about when it says you have a long life the kibud of aim ksiv in regards to the kibud of aim honoring one's parents it says in order that your day should be long and in order that it should be good for you in regards to sending away the mother bird if one wishes to take the eggs or the baby birds it says in order that it be good for you and you have long and you have long days let's say a person said his father said to him go up on the roof and bring me down the, send away the mother bird and bring me the baby birds and he went up on the roof he sent away the mother and he took the children and on his way down he fell and he died so you have two things he did he's doing he's doing what his father said and he's also sending away the mother bird and where's his long life he dropped dead what does it mean that they'll do good for you in the world that's completely good meaning in the next world what does it mean that you'll have a long life in that world it's totally long Alagmar asks on Rabbiakabadimalahava, who even said that there was such a story? Who says that such a story will happen? How does he say that there's no reward in this world? Tumar answers Rabbiakov Maisachaza. Rabbiakov had seen a story that this happened. Vidumahar says, Maybe this guy was having thoughts to do some kind of sin, that's why he died. If a person has a bad thought, Hashem does not connect it and consider it as if he's done it. 
The Gemara says, However, perhaps he was thinking about some kind of getchka. He was thinking about idolatry. In the verse says, That the people of Israel can be caught, so to speak, in their hearts. If they're thinking in their hearts about idolatry, so this can be something that they're going to transgress, even just with a thought. So the Gemara answers, That's exactly what he was saying. If it would be true that there would be some kind of reward in this world, so why didn't the mitzvah the power to protect him such that the thoughts shouldn't come to his mind? So that's a proof, according to Rabbi Yaakov, that there's no reward for mitzvahs in this world, and therefore there's only in the next world. So the Gemara asks, wait, we, we do find that shluchem mitzvah, people who are on the way to do a commandment, they're not, they won't get damaged. So the Gemara says, Hasam that it's different over there because we're talking about going on the way there. How could that have happened? Rabbi Lazar said that a person who's on his way to the mitzvah won't get damaged on the way there and not on the way back. So the Gemara answers, Sulam We're talking about a, an, a ladder, which was a broken ladder. And therefore, since it's something that's common for a person to get damaged from, since it's common to get the damage, you're not allowed to depend on any kind of miracle. The verse says, Shmuel said, he said, how can I go? And he was on his way to do some kind of mitzvah. He said, how can I do this? I'm going to get killed. Meaning he couldn't depend on an ace. If only Acher, meaning Elisha ben Avuya, had understood this verse the way Rabbi Yaakov, his grandson, understood it, Lechate wouldn't have gone off the path. Acher, what's the story with Acher? They went off the path. That he saw a similar story where someone was going up, he was doing Kibbutz of Aim, and he died. For those who say that he saw the tongue of Chutzbitz, who was the who is someone who was an expounder of the Torah, to have a guard laid over Acher that a pig was dragging around his tongue in the dirt. He said, "How could it be that the tongue that was sending out words of Torah? How could it be that it's now rolling around in the, in the dirt?" So therefore, he went out and he sinned. And if he had only known what his grandson Yaakov had said, which was that a person sometimes will receive a negative punishment in this world even though he's so great why in order to get rid of all the punishments so that he comes to the next world in purity so if he would have known that then he wouldn't have asked this problem he wouldn't have had this problem and he wouldn't have gone out and sinned Rami Rav Tuvi Bar Rav Kisna Lerava. The following steer, the following contradiction was made to Rava. Tanah, we learned that Mishnah Kolo Yisim Mitzvah Achas Mitivin Loi. That if a person does one commandment, so they do good for him. Asa in Loi Asa Loi. It sounds like it's only if you're actively involved in a commandment. Or a mini. I'll bring you a contradiction. Yosha Vlei Over Avera. If a person sits and he doesn't do any kind of transgression, and here it sounds like a person hasn't done anything. He's not even. He's just sitting around doing nothing. Nesim Loi Schar Kolo Mitzvah. They give him a reward as if he had done positive commandment. So he responded and said, What is it talking about that a person gets rewarded? Only if he had an opportunity to do some kind of sin, and he sat, and he didn't do that sin. So then, he gets rewarded. Like the story of Rabbi Hanim Bar-Papi, There's a certain woman who wanted him to have illicit relations with him. So he did. He said some kind of word, maybe it was the name of Hashem, a magic word, and if his whole body was full of boils and pains. So this way, he was, that's how he's trying to get away from it, because this way he wouldn't be able to, he wouldn't have the time, he wouldn't have the desire. Of it, of the he, Milsa She was able to do something and cure him. 
Arax, what did he do? He ran away. Toshabahu Bebene. He went and he hid himself in this certain place of learning. The Chiavu Island betrayed that normally when people would come in even two by two, even during the day, there were demons in there that would cause damage. So he went in there and that's how he was able to save himself and he didn't get hurt. So the next day the rabbi said to him, Manatra, who is watching you? How did you survive? So he responded and said, Two of the bodyguards of the Caesar were protecting me all of the night. So they said to him, Perhaps some kind of licentious matter came to your hands and you protected yourself from it and you didn't do it. The Tanina, because we learned in a Mishnah, a person who a licentious matter comes to him and he's saved from it, he doesn't do it. A miracle will be done for him.